sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Another beautiful, crispy morning here in Santa Barbara, California. We can't waste any time today. We have a huge show. We've got a lot of guests. We've got a lot of updates. So let's take it to Romy, Santa Barbara Dons. Romy, what's going on? Thank you, Erica, and hello, everyone. This is Romy Davies, Santa Barbara High School senior, reporting back from Santa Barbara, California, with this week's SB Dons Sports Recap. In water polo news, the boys beat Amador Valley 12-8 and University 14-12 this weekend. Throughout the two games, senior Jared Burford scored 17 goals, earned six exclusions, and had four steals. Go, Jared! John Schaefer added three goals and six assists, and Landon Romo had three goals, six steals, and four earned exclusions. Ryder Green had six assists, five steals, and two exclusions. Santa Barbara is 23-5 and hosts Pacifica on Wednesday in the opening round of the Channel League Tournament. On Friday, the football team beat Buena 42-23, improving to 6-1 in league, 8-1 overall, and remaining tied for first place in the league with Rio Mesa and Pacific. Hopefully the boys can secure a tie for the Channel League title with a win over San Marcos next Friday night in the regular season finale. In this game, Nate Barrios ran for four touchdowns, two in each half, and rushed for 210 yards on 17 carries, with quarterback Abel Rentera also running for a touchdown and throwing a 25-yard touchdown pass to Kaimal. In volleyball news, the girls swept host Xavier Prep at their Palm Desert game 25-22, 25-17, and 25-15 to advance to the quarterfinals on Wednesday. They'll host Placidina Pauli. That's it for this week's SP Downs recap, and see you next time. Thank you, Romy. All right, Valeria is up. She's a charger. She's got attitude. I love it. She's got that uh, Anthony Rodriguez DNA. Charm. 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 Well, attitude's a good word. I'm going to make it a good word. I'm spinning it. There okay. You go. Right, Dr. D? Absolutely. Don't you like her? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. She has it all, and she's only a sophomore. <laughs> Get with it. Valeria, what's going on today? Thanks, Erica, and hi, everyone. I'm Valeria with this week's Charger Recap. Starting off with girls' tennis, our girls' tennis team were going to play Pacifica, but Pacifica forfeited, so it's an automatic win for the Chargers. Our boys' water polo team played against Ventura. The final score was not announced, but the Chargers did lose. Their second game of the week was against Buenaventura with a final score of 8-7, the Chargers taking the win. This was their last league game, and with this win, the water polo team closes out the league with a 4-3 record. Then going back to girls tennis, our girls tennis team played against San Marcos. The final score was 15-3, San Marcos in the league. Our girls volleyball team played in the CIF playoffs against Edison High School. The final score was not announced. Last but not least, football. This Friday, our football team played against Real Mesa for their last game of the season. The final score was 54-0, with Rio Mesa winning the game. And that is it for this week's Charger Recap. My name is Valeria, and I'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you, Valeria. All right, next up, Sean, Walters, Bishop, Diego, Cardinal. Sean, talk to me. Thank you so much, Erica. This is Sean Walters signing on once again to give you the Bishop Diego High School Sports Recap. 
Starting off with your girls volleyball, the girls won a thrilling five set match on the road in Valencia to advance to the quarterfinals. They won 3-2 and will host Capistrano Valley Christian on Wednesday at the Brick House. Be there. Amazing job, girls. The girls tennis team wrapped up the regular season with a 10-8 win over St. Bonaventure on Thursday. The win cemented the Cardinals as the second place team in the Frontier League. Now, that is just an insanely big deal. Also on Thursday though, our very own cross country team finished first in a meet against Providence High School. Great job guys. Shout out to the only senior cross country runner on the team, Thomas Spieler on his senior day meet. Awesome, awesome job Tom. (laughs) Now, the varsity football team beat Westlake 48-12 on Saturday to achieve an extremely satisfying victory for their homecoming game as well as senior night. Star seniors Kuran Gossa and AJ Vela each rushed for two touchdowns. The two speedy wideouts, Brian Trejo and Roy Luvu, were also able to add a touchdown each. The highlight of the night, though, was the big middle linebacker, Henry Benoit, being able to get an interception. That was just beautiful to watch. Anyways, the boys now look to face Simi Valley High School next Friday for their last regular season game of the year. Well, that's all I've got for your Bishop Sports Recap. Please do not forget to tune in once again next week, everyone. This is Sean Walters signing off. Thank you, Sean. Uh, Ed Langlo, he wants to take a break. So anybody over at San Marcos High School, okay, if you're a royal and if you're an alum or if you're a student, um, please get uh, back to me because Ed needs to go on a vacation. (laughs) Okay, so Ed, you've been doing such a great job. We don't want to let you go. Uh, You're you're that good. But Ed Langlo, class of 1967. Ed, what's going on over at San Marcos? Thanks, Erica. I'm Ed Langlow, proud alum of San Marcos High, here with a Royals recap. It was homecoming night for the Royals last Friday at Workington Stadium when they came out to put on a show against Channel Islands. In the first half, running back Andre McCullough found the end zone four times, while quarterback Josh Ingle completed a pass to Owen Lauderdale, who took it in for a 20-yard touchdown, taking the Royals into the locker room with a 35-0 lead. In the third quarter, Nathan Jones sprinted four yards to the goal line for another score, making it San Marcos 42, Channel Islands nada. The Royals are now 4-5 overall and will host the Santa Barbara Dons in the big crosstown rival game Friday the 28th. The San Marcos girls tennis team wrapped up an undefeated season with a 15-3 win over Dos Pueblos, solidifying their Channel League championship. The Royals swept the doubles play, winning all nine sets. Natasha Gill and Mia Yazitsev also swept the singles. They both had a slow start but came back to win. Natasha won 6-3 and Mia took it 7-5. San Marcos finished with 18 wins and no losses overall. The Channel League Individual Tournament will be held next week at Santa Barbara High. The San Marcos sophomore boys cross-country team came in first at Mount Sac Relays led by race winner Ben Callanan followed by Ashton Johnson and Aiden Welch. The sophomore girls took third place honors led by Bailey Bingham, followed by Melina Vale and Colleen Keller. I knew Mount Sac was a tough cross-country course when I heard one of the grades was known as Poop Out Hill. (laughs) Imagine being the announcer. Usain Bolt just passed the race leader to take first place on Poop Out Hill. (laughs) 
Eh, I better quit. Coming up next is Heather Bond with Trekking Ambassadors after this. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hey, everyone. It is Heather Bond, and Ed, I am a former royal as well. So, woo, go royals. Uh, but today, it is a beautiful day, and I actually want to remind Santa Barbara and the whole community, November 5th, we've got a great fundraising 5k trail hike or run event coming up it's going to be at the san antonio creek trail out behind tucker's grove um we've got a couple nonprofits here in santa barbara that are going to be uh um that is going to be supporting we have unite to light who is a santa barbara based nonprofit. they supply uh, my nonprofit with uh, solar lights to take to really remote villages. Our next big mission is in Nepal. This is what the big fundraiser is for. We are going to be heading out into the high remote region of uh, um, Nepal in the Everest region. Trekking ambassadors. Different- yeah, trekking ambassadors. Sorry if I didn't say that. <laughs> yes, trekking ambassadors. So we are doing our big push for our 5K November 5th. If you go to trekkingambassadors.com, there is a link there. You can find uh, the registration. Uh, A pop-up will actually come up on the screen. If you miss the pop-up, you can go to the events page. A lot of great stuff. I'm just going to say we've got great community involvement. We've got some uh, stories coming out on this um, through The Voice. We've got... Uh, massage therapists coming out. We've got the stretch lab. We've got brags behind us, paddle sport. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We've got kids come out for free. Uh, it's $45 uh, for a single person, 95 for a family, which could be up to uh, five people in the family. And otherwise, we've got a group deal that you can check out also. So that's kind of it. Trekking Ambassadors is getting ready and gearing up. We've got our huge huge push for our march mission in the high everest region so that's exciting stuff go go heather (laughs) (laughs) to say don sanders is a massage therapist don you gotta register yeah you're the best oh yeah hey if you want to come on out and do some uh, chair massage We've got uh, we've got room for you. It's going to be a fun event. We've got a lot of great people that are going to be there. Like I said, photographer from the news press is coming out. We've got a lot of good stuff. Are you having uh, food there too, Heather? 
Uh, there is going to be um, well, we've got uh, we've got sponsors with like local Ivan Bar, uh, Trader Joe's is uh, bringing in some bananas and bagels. We're having a big giant chip uh, chocolate chip cookie sale and um, fun raffles, great raffle prizes, a little auction, not a silent auction, but a little auction and a raffle. Um, just wonderful stuff. I mean, people have really the water stores contributed. Um, I, I'm, I know I'm missing a bona fide coffee, handlebar coffee. Um, I mean, the list kind of keeps going. Oh, it's so exciting. Um, Tell us again yeah. your last trip that Trucking Ambassadors did. Oh, yeah. So we just got back in the um, middle of August. We went to Tanzania and uh, we not only climbed Mount Kilimanjaro, which is the highest point there, but at the base of Kilimanjaro, we headed into a very high remote region um, called the Morongu Village. And it's a rainforest, very tropical up there. And we took um, solar reading lights to two secondary schools. And I'm telling you, these places were so remote. It was like you're kind of thinking, where the heck are these schools? And it was just beautiful. I mean, the kids, uh, the interaction with them, the heartfelt just gratitude for these lights, because they don't have, a, they have a small grid of electricity. And it's very small. Most of them don't have electricity at home at all. So these lights for the solar light libraries go out and they help these kids study. And statistics show that these lights are really helping a lot of the kids stay in school, giving them a little bit of glimmer of hope for sure. So it was a very heartfelt trip and uh, we're excited for our next upcoming mission as well. Well, Heather, I tell you, since 2010, you've been a part of what we've been trying to create here on Teen Sports Radio, and that is to build community. You're a beautiful person. Um, You're like my body guide, you know, after I had my hip replacement and I I, I fired everybody and then you finally came in and you worked with me and it was just magic and you're you're really, you're a special person. So thank you for everything you're doing. Thank you. You know what, Erica, I have one more thing, one more little thing I need to tell. So I've been doing a mentorship program with the Santa Barbara Waldorf School as well. And it's been great. I started it last year. We're doing a humanitarian uh, mentorship program and I'm getting the kids uh, community work service hours, getting them out on the trail, doing trash pickup, trail maintenance. And I go, I went in last week, I think it was last week, and we did a slideshow about our Tanzania trip and uh, did a, like, a little show and tell for them and explained to them about our upcoming mission. So they've hopped on board. You're going to see them all around the 5K because those kids are coming in with a vengeance and helping out. Woo. So. Super excited. Thing is, is what people don't get with how, why we have to invest so much in our kids. Because if you turn on one switch, that person can change the world. And it's people like you, Heather, and everybody on this panel that, I mean, they see, you know, we all see that. So So you're bringing Santa Barbara magic to remote places and and helping kids. Absolutely. All right. So how do we, if we want to help and support you, Heather, we got to take a break. What's the, uh, where do we got to go? Give us a website again. Yeah, the website is trekkingambassadors.com. Trekkingambassadors.com. Go to that. You can find out all the information you need. T-R-E-K-K-I-N-G. Trekking. Sweet. All right, we got to take a break. Next up, we've got our own co-host, 
owner of Namitas Cuisine, and she's brought a guest, and I'm looking forward to it. We're going to get to it right after these messages. Dance for me, dance for me, dance for me, oh, 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 oh. I never seen anybody do the things you do before. They say, move for me, move for me, move for me, yeah. When you're done, I'll make you do it all again. So they say, dance for me, dance for me, dance for me, oh, oh. I never seen anybody do the things you do before. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Well, hi, everyone. So nice to be back um, on 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 the radio again. And this is Namita from Namita's Cuisine. And I'm here to offer you some exciting methods of well-being and feeling good with yourself through Ayurveda that's becoming more and more popular, Um, especially after COVID. It seems that people have expressed a lot of interest. And for this, I have the pleasure to bring on board Karina Maharani, who's an Ayurvedic practitioner locally in our community, which is a treasure. She's been with us for over 25 years in Santa Barbara. And I thought it'd be great that she would at least introduce us to the basics of Ayurveda. And then I'll tie it in with the food component, which is the part that I usually do. So, Corinna, are you there? Yes, this is wonderful. I'm very excited to be here. And, you know, Namita and I, we have been collaborators uh, in this community on multiple events. And we share sort of a similar path in life where we love to be of service and elevate those that come to see us. And also, um, we love to share uh, our knowledge in classes and workshops. And knowing that we all hold this tremendous bank of knowledge in us we love to circle people up around us and that often happens with food and then maybe some heart opening art piece component and then healing starts just being together as a group Mm. and it's very exciting when you get teens involved too oh yes especially now dominique with um like i mentioned the COVID, it seems to have put such a toll on socialization that it's even awkward i notice for people to communicate when they're not online in person so offering a nurturing space of communion invites the teens to commune together once again like we used to the form of natural healing can you say a little bit of where ayurvedic healing comes from and how long it's been around yeah sure um so we it's a it's it was a a tradition that was orally carried down for many thousands of years, but uh, anthropologists suspect it is as old as the Ice Age, and it is definitely the longest lasting medicinal system of healing that we have. You know, the Mesopotamian, the Egyptian, they had their methods of healing, but Ayurveda is a living tradition that through the you know, preservation of those that carried that knowledge for all these generations through times of invasions, through times of suppression, to the present time, 
we have the gift now to apply it. And I think young people in particular, they have this understanding that, you know, the old ways are coming to an end. We're destroying ourselves and the planet. Let's find new ways. And they are the greatest, you know, the, the people that we really want to bring to the table, literally, with, you know, how do we feed them? And how do we cope with the challenges of modern time, like fear, anger, and depression? And that's mm -hmm. why Nimita and I put together a collective Collect, uh, collected our tools to address teens. Ah, that's so beautiful. And, and the magic of Ayurveda, for me, I just found that, wow, I can heal myself with what I eat. Yes. Well, the magic of Ayurveda also, the core is nurturing, right? And it's so gentle in every way and is in accordance with nature and including our seasonal produce in our diet, the intelligence. It's, it's a very circular philosophy, which makes it a gentle lifestyle. And to offer this to our new generation, whose hands we are on, you know, we're putting our planet on, we've left a mess for them. Well, how can we nurture them in the process that they recover our planet back, if it makes any sense? That's, that was awesome. Thank God this is this is archive for the the world to see. Last week, two weeks ago, I, I, let's be correct when I say something. The last week of September, it's the twenty first. Actually, we had more people listening in Moscow than we did Galita. <laughs> well, Galita was listening on the radio. Well, on the radio, I'm just saying. Yeah, exactly. Podcasts, yeah. Podcasts. We, we get notes from podcasts. Yeah. Doctor Jean, I know that you have some questions for our guests. Yeah, you know, I'm also, I just want to say that for people on the radio that can't see this, you know, we're looking at Corinna's office and I can imagine just being in your office would feel really healing. Just your aesthetic and all of that really, I think it's part of it, right? All of our senses. Yeah. Um, I think I would break down together. and cry. <laughs> <laughs> Let um, it out, you know, Erica. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I have, you have a very special place, both of you, Namita and Corinna, in my heart, because you were both really um, significant when my partner was going through a lot of medical trauma. Um, just I remember the food and all of the herbs that were present. And that was, you know, really from the heart. Um, and so my question is, you know, if somebody, you know, some people are going through a lot of medical issues now or trying to recover from COVID or, or whatnot, how might you treat like holistically medical trauma, you know, from physical to mm -hmm. all the mental effects. Sorry, no, that's no. A big question. <laughs> okay, I feel that, you know, giving the power back to people to find tools within themselves that resonate with them is really important. So we have a selection of modalities and you pick something that works for you. Ayurveda says sort of like, you can understand the issue and then that knowledge already purifies the situation. Once you know what the issue is, you can name it. Then you have tools to balance yourself again. And in Ayurveda, we, it's a very, it's, it's not a very complicated system. It reflects the laws of nature. So you kind of intuit, you know, you just learn a few basics, but when you ask, how do you heal from trauma? You know, we have, um, and we will always life on earth is, challenging it's a duality we're here to be challenged and also how to find our equilibrium again when we are knocked over so ayurveda sort of classifies emotions sometimes under a particular label like this could be 
you could call it vata pitta or kapha. And you could say that when you categorize your emotions, you can understand them a little bit more. So there is three type of trauma responses. Trauma is high stress. A person that we would classify as a pitta body type, they tend to respond to stress by being so hot like fire. They overreact, they're getting aggressive, they push people away, they, they get super yelly. Okay, then there are the people under trauma who get so fearful, like they feel so ungrounded and they go into anxiety mode and they need something different. You know, then the third person, the kapha type goes into a lethargy under stress. They want to be in bed, close their doors. And so you find yourself sort of in the mix. Maybe one or two of these resonate with you. And then we have for your tools. Namita does it with food. And you talked about the senses, how the food looks, how it smells, how you how the person that brings it to your house looks at you like this is an offering made with love and in trauma, you often have to teach people tools very quickly. So here's a quick offering, if I may say, like a mantra you can say to yourself if you resonate with one of the three. Would that be okay? Oh, Share please. That? Yeah. So if you're the fiery body type, you know, like the pitta, we say, your stress response is aggression and, you know, high anger, like rage, then you need to cool yourself down. Hydrate yourself, drink some water immediately. Take a cooling breath in and really like the cooling breath will cool down your hot heated heart and and let it go like 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 literally like rinse it off take a cold shower and then eat something cooling and nimita will talk about that maybe now yes well first before i go into the food i think um you address something very important which is trauma from a psychological point of view, you know, I uh, have privilege that I've gone through the studies of psychotherapy and trauma is the place where most blockage happens when transitions are not held in a gentle way. So this art actually provides us to hold the client in a nurturing way, almost sending them back to that state of innocence by addressing the body, the mind, the spirit through the senses, um, you know, both visually as well as through taste. Um, there is so much that comes together through this art of gentleness from all direction that it brings back the midline in a person, bringing that state of balance that allows them to go through this transition being held where trauma doesn't get stuck and repeated over and over, which is the beauty of this. It's almost like the whole body is, is drawn to the attention of this. Now, in regards to food, um, you know, we are what we eat, they say, right? So food becomes a major component in Ayurveda since that's our energy that we're putting in. And, you know, we, I noticed that we put, we spend more on our gas for our cars than on proper food for our body. And um, so knowing how to select the food with your assistance and balancing out the doshas and then supporting the client in nurturing them with slow cooked food that's seasonal, using the right spices to balance the pita kapha vata that you described 
then it becomes a almost an enjoyable process rather than a torturing diet of medications or eating lettuce every day or juicing. <laughs> it doesn't become hard on you. It becomes a gentle, nurturing process all around. I would is, like is to... That correct? Uh, yeah. I'd like to throw in that, uh, first of all, I interviewed a gentleman. He is both a doctor and a chef. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the things that he shared goes along with... Um, <clears throat> with with what you had said, uh, uh, Corinna, uh, and that is this. He puts it this way, which is just another way of saying what you said. You have to uh, take into uh, when you are going to have a meal. Um, it's not enough to get the food from the right place, i.e., let's just say organic. Okay. Uh, and how it's grown, who's growing it, all right? But once the meal has been prepared, he says, the way in which this food is going to affect you or integrate into your system is going to be impacted by the following. Not just what you eat, how you eat, where you eat, when you eat, with whom you eat. In other words, everything. Uh, and then there was this question that was asked. I saw this uh, uh, question some time ago uh, that posed this. I thought it was fascinating in terms of our disconnect with our food. All right. And the question was, what is the one thing that has disconnected us from our connection with the food we eat? And you'd be very surprised to know that it is the fork. Because remember, before utensils, we used to handle the food and eat it with our hands. And so it was literally, literally hand to mouth. Mm -hmm. And you had that, you had that tactile. Do you realize tactile. Indian food is, is usually eaten with your right hand? Well, That's correct. right, left. I'm just no, saying. No, no. Right hand. No, no. I, understand. <laughs> I, I understand. But what I'm saying, the, but the point that was being made was yeah. that we don't, we don't touch our food anymore. So I, I eat with my hands all the time. Yeah. The people around me sometimes are a little. Oh, you barbarian! Well, you. You a, <laughs> she just a did child. it. She just did it yesterday, and I'm looking around to see if anybody's looking. No, I'm. Okay. No, I think that's I wanted wonderful. To no, die. I think it's wonderful. <laughs> but you know, think about like walking the ground on the earth. Yeah. You know, we're ungrounded, but we have these rubber insulating soles on our feet. Here, here. No, no. <laughs> Dominique goes barefoot. barefoot. Dominique goes barefoot. <laughs> I have to no. pay extra for her pedicure. But this is part of what. Karina and Namita, this is part of what you're teaching teens. Yeah. You're teaching yeah. them to come back into alignment with yeah. how they're interacting with the earth, with the food, and with their body. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you circle them up, bring them together, right. and then realize that the disconnection is the cause of all disease. Right. No, yeah. we got, we've it. got to take a break, but I've got Don Sanders who's, who's gotten the first question right after these messages. Well, now
this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Don Sanders, donsmassageohi.com. I love the concept of food as medicine. When I was a teenager, my parents, were, my uncle and my mother were very enamored with the, the industrial food stuff, TV dinners and all that. And I got interested in organic vegetables. And I, I started to learn about when you have a bad stomach, you can put a wad of dill in your mouth and you can, you can quiet a bad stomach. So I was heading in this direction and they were getting high blood pressure. And I was thinking, wow, am I going to inherit this, right? And so I stuck with the organic foods and uh, I learned something about uh, the Ayurvedic too. And uh, at different times in my life, I've, I've exhibited all those characteristics, hot, uh, anxious and uh, lethargic, but uh, you know, I'm still sticking with that and I've never manifested high blood pressure. My mom was on so many meds. One would send her out of balance this way. Another would try and correct it and send her out of balance this way. I'm like, my gosh, mom, it's like, where is the baseline anymore? How do you know what's normal anymore? Well, we have a holistic doctor in the house, Dr. Amy Salsman. What's happening? Good morning. Um, I think the nice thing about Ayurveda and this conversation in general and what Don was saying is this concept of balance and um, I'm going to invite all of you and my listeners to actually stand up for a moment and close your eyes and simply notice what's happening in your feet as you do this. And if you want to up the ante, you can um, lift up one foot and then notice what's happening on the foot in the ground. And if you're paying close attention, you can stop now. If you lifted one foot, you can do the other foot just so that you feel balanced. But if you're paying close attention, what's happening in your feet is that the balance is actually gentle adjustments left to right and front to back. So we tend to think of balance as like, I'm going to have a more balanced life and I'm going to go to Costco and I'm going to purchase balance in bulk and I'm going to have it around the house. But really balance is this continual process of making adjustments, whether it's adjustments in our diet or adjustments in our exercise or our sleep or who we're hanging out with. Um, and sometimes we lose our balance and we just need to smile and laugh and start over, whether it's with our diet or our exercise or our sleep or our friends. Um, but I think this idea of balance is kind of a through line through our whole discussion. Beautiful. Nice. I think we're just all on the same page when, you know, this kind of information that I didn't pick up on this as a kid. And that's why I think I love, I don't think, I know I love this show as much as I do because we are offering really good, relatable information to the community. Well, can I, I toss it out there? Christine, you're with us today. I know that there's a tarot card that talks about balance and you have some wisdom to share. Well, I would say that probably um, if we're talking a major arcana card, it's the um, 
the justice card because uh, the in the card that I have, this an angel holding a scale, right? And it is a balance. And, it, and when I talk about that balance, it's about making your heart, well, in the Egyptian Book of the Dead, it says in order to get into heaven, the Egyptian version of heaven, your heart needs to be lighter than a feather. And so, it's talking about that balance of how we look at the world and how we see the world. And I especially look at, utilize it for talking about looking at our past and finding those places in our lives that didn't, that we're look, looking for the blessings, especially in those places that didn't feel like a blessing and reframing that. Like we learned something. There's no such thing as failure. I think that um, a lot of, the, there are other cards. There's another card that's the two of pentacles and it's somebody who's kind of a juggler and they're juggling and. Uh, um, uh, infinity sign, right? And I think of that as like thinking, feeling, and willing. And how do we balance all of those three things? Those three things. How do we have a thought, run it through our heart before we give it to our mouth, right? And and how do we? Be- and and the understanding that our brain, the frontal lobe of our brain, is um, is 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 the most evolved part of our brain is also connected to our heart and our gut and helps bring us into balance in life. Um, and so I think as teenagers. I do believe it. Isn't isn't it you that let me know? Let me know as the adolescents. Um, that's when we're finalizing that frontal lobe of our brain, right? And so the more the more balance we can give ourselves during that time, <laughs> an awareness of it, I think, is so important. How do we get a hold of you, Christine? Oh, you can call me. Uh, <laughs> I do have a web. I do have a Facebook page, <laughs> no. which is um, a view of you from the deck. Um, uh, but I don't do much on it. But if you know, if you if you hit me up there, I'll, I'll answer you. You can also call me at 805-350-2705. Thank you. Oh, Dominique, on the balance note, I wanted to also include us on the astrological point of view. You know, Mars is going retrograde. And how does that impact us for the next three months regarding balance? Oh, you know, something that question is so good. And she's, <laughs> she's right now writing things down. So let's take a break. OK, and we'll be right back after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hello, I'm Dominique Hackett with Santa Barbara Wellness Center, and we have been enjoying talking to Karenina and Namita and our whole host of people about Ayurvedic healing and so forth. And we were also mentioning um, the effect of studying astrology 
um, and looking at uh, the effect of what happens in the heavens and how does it affect on us. And anyone who says, oh, I'm not affected by what happens in the heavens, well, <laughs> I beg to differ. You get up every morning when the sun appears to rise, so that the sun is a star. So obviously we are being affected, and the moon has an effect on our water. So um, we, it's open to debate, but it's been studied for thousands of years in every culture mm. around the planet mm-hmm. has studied astrology. So right now... Um, we're looking at Mars. Mars is doing some interesting in the heavens. And when I think of Mars, I think of action. And so when Mars goes retrograde, usually when something goes, it appears to go backwards in the heavens. It's not really going backwards, but from my point of view, it appears to be going backwards. And so what that means is I get a chance to review some of my actions in the past. And Pluto's doing some interesting things too now. And Pluto has to do with going deep into the depths and looking at the things in the dark, the unknown and the and the hidden. And so it could be that Mars is giving us an opportunity to do a relook at some of the things that we may not have been able to have faced in the past, but maybe we can face it now because we have other tools. Mm. So that's what I think about in the present moment. But uh, Karina, when you are doing healing with teens and stuff and you're talking to them about foods and stuff, do you get a chance to also pull in the, from the Ayurvedic point of view, the Vedic astrology? Well, Namita is the one that does the astrology component. Um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of uh, basing sort of um, the guidance a little bit on who is in front of me. We are all totally unique beings. Everything is personalized. Love it. And I think some of the frustration that people have is that they've been going out there and looking for a, for a remedy. Could it be food? Could it be this type of sport? And we are all so uniquely different. So how, how do we, we Karina, you have an online class. program class. How do we get, how do we uh, jump on that? Yeah, it's a Maharani Academy. Maharani is M-A-H-A, like Maha, great. And Rani means queen. So it's from our lineage of like really nurturing the queenly energy that's in men and women. So it's a Maharani Academy.com. <laughs> Beautiful. And I must say that people come from all over the world to study with Corinna and her university because you can get licensed and become another practitioner um, in this wonderful field that more and more of us are needed for healing purposes. So if it is some, a point to it that attracts you to learn this art and get the benefits while you're learning, well, we have Corinna right in town. That's why I said it's a treasure. So I would encourage youth to check it out. And uh, finish, finish spelling that web address again. It was M A H A R A N I, is it? Yeah. Maharani and then academy.com. Okay. Beautiful. Oh, Donna signing up. And How excuse. We want, we want teens to know that this ancient wisdom is accessible. It is something that we all can learn. You can start from the very beginning, and it will be something that resonates to your own sense of, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. It is so personalized, and it will ring true for you. Yeah. Namita, you In also. Fact, Namita, you're. We all, were, you had. Yeah. We, we were going to give you, oh. we were going to do an offering of a taste of Ayurveda for the youth. So Corinna and I have put together um, 14 Sports Radio 
a course, a one-day class that would bring us to the basics of Ayurveda, which includes the cooking class too. Beautiful. And then the communion of sitting together and eating it. Oh, I love it. Mm -hmm. When are you going to do that? Uh, January 14th. January 14th. And we're going to just post... uh, Post everybody, post a link for it also on this site. Beautiful. Great. We'll add that to our Facebook page. We've only got yeah. like a minute left. Does anybody want to give gratitude to anything? I do. Dr. Amy, you're up. Then Don. I want to give gratitude to Erica and Dom mm-hmm. and Ellen McKenzie, who <laughs> I saw yesterday for my birthday. Yay. And, Happy birthday. Um, super, super helpful, um, compassionate, clear guidance on my life first of all that's Woo! trippy because we saw her yesterday too he must have just missed you i know it, it so, was funny Nine six three thirty five eleven. if anybody i've been going to ellen since my mom passed in 2009 and so teens should know yeah. everyone who is working through trauma when you can find a good counselor to work with they help you come back into your neocortex to understand what's happening. So Ellen McKenzie also is that's my gratitude. gratitude for the week too. Yeah. So that's that was trippy. Yes. I swear. Double gratitude. That's so, it. Dom, can we get a triple? He Absolutely. hasn't been there yet, but Namita has. Christine has. <laughs> yes. Go ahead, Don. Who's your gratitude? I want to give a gratitude for community engagement in your community, my home community of Ojai. Uh, here right now, we've been trying to turn back or modify a big development in progress because it will it'll hurt the character of Ojai. People who want to grab power, they don't like a lot of uh, people getting together and talking. <laughs> oh, I love it. Nice. Community. Listen, community. Listen, do, do me a favor. Find somebody this week and just Hug them. God bless. See you next week.